here are some of the biggest questions that you should be asking yourself. Have you found what your passion is in this life? If the answer is no, what would it look like to live a fully passionate life? If you have, what are your next goals surrounding your ventures? Do you know how you want to take your passion to the next level? That's what this passion podcast is all about. My name is Drew Ross, and I'm a certified life coach who helps individuals find their passion and turn it into valuable profitability. Interested in getting out of a rut and into your new routine? I'm your guy, and let me show you how. Welcome to the Better You Love Drew podcast. This is episode number 20, Six Figure Sayonara. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to my first podcast episode in 2023. This one is going to be major, not only because it's episode 20, which is a milestone in itself, but also because we're going to be talking about what it's like to quit your full-time job and pursue your dream, which remember, dreams are just goals with deadlines. And honestly, that's really how I like to think of dreams, because it makes the entire experience a little bit more tangible. So goals with deadlines to me sounds very achievable, like compared to just the word dream. So it's my understanding. I feel like that for some reason, dreams have like a meaning that seems super untouchable or like potentially unachievable. And that just isn't the case. But goals with deadlines is what I like to go with. So we're going to be talking about what it is to quit your full-time job and then pursue your dreams. So with that, six-figure sayonara is exactly what it sounds like. So I'm bidding farewell to the salary, the benefits, the bonuses, to really give myself a raise and fully pursue like what it is that makes my heart beat a little bit faster and a little bit stronger. So this episode's going to be a little bit of a rendition on what I learned from my years in corporate America. It's a lot of like the good things the big learning moments, which we call growth, and then like the spots that I plan to take with me, not take with me, and then all of the excitement that I have for what's ahead. So it's funny because like when I originally started telling people that I quit my job to pursue this new career path, every single person had the exact same reaction, and that was to audibly gasp. So as this continued to happen, it was kind of fun to like, tell people and then just be on the lookout for how they were going to respond, which the same reaction just continued to happen over and over and over again. Also something that happened over and over again was a recurring theme, which was support. So people were reaching out and they were saying like how awesome it was and like how I could set out to achieve what it is that I'm trying to accomplish. No problem. And like, I really knew all of this prior to them telling that to me but there was also like a level of love that was coming from their words and that's what I was mostly excited about so a major thing to mention is like when you're listening to this podcast and just in general I really want you to feel motivated and inspired and really like you can take all of this information you can do amazing things with your life because of it so if that's how I want it to be received, then I I have to like tap into myself and put myself in that headspace when I'm recording this. So if I want you to feel motivated, then I have to speak from sort of like a motivated feeling myself 
Because I could sit here and talk about like all the reasons why the corporate job was totally unfulfilling. Um, but like, how is that going to serve you? It's just really, it's not. So you as a listener really deserve something more than that. Um, so with that being said, like here are a couple things that we're really going to get into so we can cover all that we need to in six figure sayonara. So when I think the thought and remember all of our thoughts drive our feelings, which produce action and deliver on a result in our life, that's part of the model that you need to know. It's so important for your day to day life. So when I think the thought I'm a quitter, for me, it doesn't drive a feeling of failure. It delivers on a feeling of like excitement and like energy, but more so excitement. So excitement is what I'm currently like injecting into my body really like every day to like fuel my motivation. So I'm a quitter leads to a feeling of excitement, which my action line then really grows to me doing all of these different things for my business. So I always like to put this out there, you know, when you're thinking certain thoughts and you're driving certain feelings that deliver on certain actions, like what is one thing if you were to have the thought like I'm a quitter, like what's one thing that you can quit today that's holding you back from pursuing an idea in your head? So just taking a moment like you know what that idea is and you also know what's keeping you from going all in. So you could have a dream to be a singer, but you're afraid that people might think that you're not the best singer. You maybe want to be a dancer and you would just think that you would put out videos and it wouldn't be well well received either. Or it's just in 90 days, I want to move into my own apartment and you just have the idea of how am I going to pay for it? How am I going to pay the rent and pay the security deposits and the utilities And that all is channeled through your thinking. But there has to be one thing that you're doing right now today that's keeping you from accomplishing that goal. It could be social media. It could be drinking, going out with friends. There's a lot of buffering distractions that may keep you from delivering on an action line that actually can get you to that tangible dream or goal with the deadline. So just put yourself in this space. Where do you want to be in 90 days? What is it going to take to get there? What's one thing that you have to quit to get there and then go and do that thing? Giving up one thing so you can do something else that's really meaningful to you is actually very, very powerful. So that's going to be the first thing that we're going to go into. The next thing is life beyond salary, bonuses, benefits. Like at this point in time, I'm now accountable for myself. So the way that I'm actually having to like set up my goals is a little bit different than usual, but I really like it. So that's what I want to plan to share um, on this episode. So it's 2023. Something you could be asking yourself is like, what are your goals that you have set up, whether they be for January, Q1, the first half of the year, all the way through to the end of the year? Do you have those goals set up? And then you need to have a plan, which is crucial to getting closer to what it is that you set to achieve. So tracking any type of goal is so, so important. So if you're going to say, I'm going to use Instagram to drive my business, how are you tracking that? Are you tracking that through followers? Are you tracking that through sales inquiries? Like there needs to be a path to say, okay, if I'm going to sell my brand on Instagram, I need to be able to look backwards and be like, okay, this is my engagement. I'm looking at the numbers. I sent out 500 individual DMs to sell my product. From that, I got 50 consultations and then booked five clients. Like 
that's the best way to look at it. So I have the goal of five clients, and then this is my exact path to make sure that it happens. The third thing that we're going to talk about is the direction of the value that I'm putting out today compared to like the direction, the value when I was working for a really large corporate firm. So my reach for value has now extended and that gets me excited to like impact more lives each and every day. So to start, let's talk about the quitting portion. So there's two sides to it. There's like quitting for your benefit and there's quitting because things got hard. So quit on like the first half of the sentence that I just said, like for your benefit, like you can quit in that regard. I think that that's totally fine, but you don't want to quit when things get hard. Cause something we talked about in the committed committee episode was if you quit, when things get tough, you're just going to create a habit of quitting when things get hard. So when things do get hard, that's when we experience the most growth and become like the most confident the most confident version of ourselves. So as I do more things that are now new and different, I realize that like there's a larger capacity for me and so much more. So originally this coaching business started out with, I was like, let's just try one podcast episode per week. And we're going to pair that with like one Instagram post per week. And then a story, an Instagram story. Now it's turned into like one podcast episode two to three networking events a week, 20 plus coaching calls a week, multiple Instagram posts, either daily or every other day. And then like more business selling opportunities all within a seven day period. So all of this happened because I was like, I started to do different things and I got better at those things. And that expedited how I got through each one. So I could add more to my plate each time I added something new And this is when like the other form of like quitting comes into play. So because I didn't quit when I was like learning new skills for my business and it opened up the opportunity to do more, that's when I was faced with the decision to make it a priority. So now I'm in love with the process of trying all of these new things and being like really uncomfortable and afraid when I'm doing them. And then adding more to like my day-to-day life. So for me to add new things to my plate, I had to ditch the corporate job. And this was, the job was becoming a little bit too automatic. It was a little bit too redundant for me. And so that's when I really had to make the decision to quit so I could grow my capacity, resilience included, and like my confidence to do other things. So I stayed consistent with the coaching business. I got rid of the corporate gig. So that way I could continue to be more consistent with the coaching business. So if you go back to like the first sentence and I said, I stuck through it when it was hard. And then I realized that I really enjoyed it. I was adding more to my plate and realized that I had to quit something that was getting in my way of tapping into my capacity more and more. So the corporate job was that thing that was tying up my time so I could do more uncomfortable things in my coaching business. That's a very important distinction to recognize when it comes to quitting. Next thing is like the salary and the bonuses and the benefits. Goodbye to all of those things. And it's actually funny, like if you think about it, like, and in this particular circumstance, I couldn't have quit at a more worse time. Like I legit quit the worst time you could ever quit because I was just about to receive a salary increase going into the new year, like the annual increase. And then my company doesn't pay out our largest bonuses um, until February. So fiscally, that's just like how they do things. 
like, here's the thing is that like, I know I can make more money taking the approach that I'm currently taking. Cause my first month as a life coach, when I started pitching offers, I made $21,000 in 28 days. And that was with like part-time work. So just imagine if I made this like a full-time thing and I started thinking about like all the money I can make. And most importantly, how many lives I could impact along the way. So yeah, like I turned down a salary increase and like this bonus that was going to be paid out in about like four weeks, four to six weeks, but also I can, so I can impact like more lives and receive more value in return. So with that, like I have a very clear plan and structure as to like what I need to do on a monthly basis to keep the business growing a, and then B like hit revenue goals and see like just survive. So when I'm setting goals, I going back to that committed committee episode, I'll do really whatever it takes to hit these goals. So when I'm setting up that action plan that I was discussing earlier, it's like I'm making a guarantee that I will book X amount of clients in the month of January because of this really well thought out action plan to get there. So really it's important that like you need to have a goal in place and then that really clear plan on how you're going to get there. So it, it actually does come to fruition. So I'm writing these things down. I'm like, yes, five clients, 50 consultations, 500 conversations, and then for sure guarantee I'm going to have those five clients. If you really don't have any goals currently, like what can you do today to set up your goals? They can be super simple, but there's got to be a way that you can look at I want to prioritize relationships, so I'm going to go on one date a week. I want to improve the relationship with my parents, so I'm going to call my mom one day, my dad the next, and then just alternate. And then it could be huge. It's like, I want to start the year in Q1 and make $250,000. So in that regard, break it down monthly, break it down weekly. What do you have to do over a seven-day period to get towards your goals? Then the next step is mapping out that action plan to get there. So talked about this a little bit, but the five clients, I have X amount of networking events. I need to be a guest on X amount of podcasts. I need to add X amount of emails to like my email list and pitch X amount of offers like the, you can expand the list however you want to just making sure that you're including all that you need to include. So that way you're not missing the mark when it comes to hitting this goal. And the final step is really documenting all that you need to do. So everything that I currently or everything that I just mentioned is currently residing on my calendar for the month of January. We're already like four days in and really there's a lot to do. So there's a big difference between having these ideas in your head and actually writing them down so you can visualize them. So when you take the idea and you write it down, and you even take it a step further and write down the plan to get there, it really does make it more tangible, just like how we describe dreams as goals with deadlines. In this portion, like I wanted to speak on perfectionism because it's so prevalent in my corporate job, and I talked about this often in like other episodes and on social media and stuff, but I've mentioned how B- is the way, the best way that I like to operate in living in a space where like done is better than perfect. So perfectionism, honestly, to me is for people that are really scared. Like they're scared to get called out for a typo. 
They could produce a report that's incorrect. They might stumble during a presentation. A call might be scheduled incorrectly. An owner or a client might be getting upset about a metric that doesn't make sense. It could be a busted Zoom link, missing a meeting, or just not sounding entirely polished. Like People will try and remain perfect to avoid adversity. All of the things that I just mentioned are totally normal things that happen. It's human behavior, but in corporate, it just felt like you had to read your emails three times to make sure that they were polished and perfect, especially when you're sending it to like 80 people. Um, this to me is living in a cave because it's the ultimate silencer for people who then become too afraid to share ideas or write back to big email chains or like show up as their authentic selves because they think if they mess up or they're not being perfect, that they're going to be ridiculed for it. So hi, it's me. I'm coming back from perfectionism because I used to be one of those people. And this really is probably one of the most, one of the biggest things that I'm excited about to leave in the rearview mirror as I step into my new business. Um, because when it comes to like my goals and the action plans and all the communications that I have to do, all of this is going to be super well thought out, but not more than one to two times because I mean, nothing's going to be viewed with the magnifying glass because I really have a lot of people that I need to communicate with. And this process is only going to slow me down if I spend too much time reviewing it over and over again. Like people need to hear my message. And for me to get it out there, I have to operate from a B minus done is better than perfect type of space. Last thing we're going to cover is the value. So as I mentioned earlier in the episode, I have a much larger opportunity to put more value into the world. So in my corporate role, the way it was flowing was like I was putting a lot of money into the pockets of clients so then they could take that money and put it into more assets or infrastructure. So it would go from like me to the client to a building. However, now my path is putting value into the lives of many others so they can show up better for the lives of others. So then those people can show up better for more people and so on. It's like a trickle effect. So I'm one person, but my message is really strong. It's just not possible for me to connect with every single person on this earth. But by putting value into listeners to the podcast and clients and on social media, they can put value into people that they know. And it's just a domino effect of people taking this value in this message and spreading it throughout the world. So why would I just want to put value into something that like ends at a brick building when I can like really put value into beautiful beings? So I was literally running into a brick wall on my corporate job. So I'm looking forward to making that change, casting my net larger and having value that has no end as it goes from one person to the next. All in all, like the biggest part of this episode is to really nudge anyone that's on the side of the fence that's like right on the fence to do something that they've really been wanting to do. So helping them reinvestigate what it is to quit something, to start doing something else, to get closer to their true desires. So not saying you have to sit here and quit your full-time job, but you may consider quitting the social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You may consider quitting the drinking and going out three to four nights a week. Maybe there's another type of buffer that you would like rather do than experience negative emotion, which is so important 
and is so needed to get closer to your goals. Like you have to have that negative emotion, the uncomfortability to achieve your results. And then once you get through it, it makes the positive emotions that much better. So people quit their jobs all the time to pursue something new. But sometimes when you hear it from someone that you might know just a little bit better, it makes the process a little bit more enticing. And all in all, like your brain is trained to look at the unknown route ahead and use the past to dictate your next action. That's just sort of how it operates. And this is when your brain gets scared. Because in reality, though, like your past may not align with the really big dreams that you have in your head. You have these huge dreams. It's probably something that you've never really experienced before. So your brain can't go to the past to get you answers. And that's when people stall. So you can use your past really if it benefits you, but you don't want to use it. if It's just going to stall you or keep you in confusion. Sometimes it's better just to start something and then figure it out along the way. Then you can gain experience through the unknown, sort of uncharted territory. I love these three questions. I advise that you have fun with this and then just go and do it. But this should really help you gauge what it is that you're trying to accomplish or go after. So in first question is, in a dream world and in 90, and in 90 days, where do you want to be? Whether that's financially, that could be spiritually, maritally, occupationally, situationally, anything. So in a dream world, just ask yourself, where do I want to be in 90 days? I want to be out of a corporate America job. I want to be working my own business where I set my own hours. I set my own hourly rate. No matter how many hours I work, I'm not capped at X dollar amount. Figure out where is it that you want to be. Maybe you want to quit your job and become a surfer, anything. But if you just ask yourself in a dream world, if anything was possible in 90 days, where do I want to be? That's the answer to the idea that you need to follow. The answer to that question is the idea that you need to go to, go towards. The next thing is, what are three things that you'll need to do to get there in 90 days? Just write, start with three. The list is going to expand from there, but just coming up with three ideas is going to be so crucial. And then I always ask myself this last one. It's like, what's my motivation to get there? And if it's a seven or a higher, I'm like, yeah, I got to go do that. If it's a little bit lower than that, I'm like, okay, this might not be something that if I'm thinking thoughts, I'm probably not going to believe that I'm going to get there yet. So if it's a seven or like a six or lower, I'm like, let me dig in and see if there's something else to this. Maybe there's something that is a parallel to it that I'm more motivated to achieve but when I was thinking about quitting corporate and then going into coaching, it was a 10 out of 10 motivation. And that's why I did it. So I quit my job. So far, I'm loving every minute of this journey. For you, it's time to get out of a rut if you're in one. And you can go ahead and just like jump right into that new routine. I know you can because I've done it and so many other people are doing it too. But for now, it's time to sign off. Please reach out to me if there's anything that you have questions on when it comes to goals, what it is to just jump into something, into the unknown. I have free coaching sessions for anybody that's interested because if anything, you can walk away with some, either your goals are set up, they've been reanalyzed, they've been re, they've like been readjusted, or you could just take one takeaway with you that'll totally change your trajectory and how you go about accomplishing goals that are just 90 days out. I can show you the way through a five-step self-coaching model practice, 
Also, all of the tools that I used to make 21K in 28 days were super beneficial. I used a couple of different platforms that I continue to use today to bring in new clients. So this is a really fun journey that I'm stepping into right now where I am quitting the safety net, which was my corporate job that paid my bills, my travels, and my shopping. And now I'm opening, opening up my capacity into something that I'm extremely passionate about and that has gained amazing traction since I started this. And I just can't wait to track this journey and see where it leads to. I hope everyone has a great week. I look forward to seeing everybody in seven days. And I'll talk to you then.